Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. I'm going to present message on faith today and I pray that the Lord will open your understanding so that you can follow. We can never talk too much on faith because the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Like I said in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5, it mentioned the faith of Enoch who pleased God. And in verse 6 it said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now the key is diligently seeking him. So when we talk about faith, you have to believe that God exists because in this generation there are some people that don't believe that. When you know he exists, it's not enough. You have to now diligently seek Him. And as the Word of God said, you shall find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. So, if you diligently seek the Lord, He said, He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Now, I actually want to talk today on faith of some specific examples in this Bible that gave us things that we could meditate upon. Maybe you that listens to this broadcast, you have exercised your faith and it looked as if you didn't get the result you wanted. Now we are going to examine some of these examples in the Bible where it was recorded that they got what they desired and let's analyze what they did because many times the actions of faith may be what is missing because God wants to see some actions of faith from everybody that wants to exercise faith. And that is how you can say you actually show that you have faith because without it, it is impossible to please the Lord. Let's go first to the story in Mark chapter 5. I will read the story of this woman with the issue of blood who came to the Lord Jesus Christ behind the crowd. I will read your story. Mark chapter 5. So we want to analyze this, the, the steps this woman took so that we can say if we say we have faith in the Lord how are we exercising that faith? By seeing how the other people that got the miracle exercised faith. They refuse to give up is the first thing you will notice. They refuse to give up. And now let's look at it in Mark chapter 5. From verse 25. Now, this is where the Lord Jesus Christ was actually going to heal somebody else. Because the story of Jairus, whose daughter was 
was sick and almost dying who ran to Jesus Christ started from from verse 21 from verse 22 it says behold there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue Jairus by name and when he saw him when he saw Christ he fell at his feet and besought him sat greatly saying my little daughter lieth at the point of death I pray thee come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live now let's see we talk about this faith of Jairus first before we get to this issue woman with the issue of blood because these are these are different exercising of faith here is the the, the, the Christ that was preaching about and people say he must be the Messiah some didn't believe the crowd was uh, following him or believing that the majority of the Jewish leaders synagogue leaders majority of them are, 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 not, are not believing now, the Bible said this man was Jairus he was one of the rulers of the synagogue but they were hearing about all these miracles and the healing and the deliverances that the Lord Jesus Christ was doing. And you have to remember these rulers are elderly people. Perhaps in their 60s, in their 50s, in their four, in their in their seventies. So they have they have seen life. Now they saw this rabbi called Jesus, and he was just like a 30 something year old, according to so they know he was a young man. And the, the the synagogue rulers were divided. Some were believing he may be the Messiah. Some were saying now he was deceiving. He didn't do this. He didn't do that to satisfy them. But when situation occurs, many people, even many of those that that unless they are adamant, because we have been to places where I went to a, an hospital one time to pray for the sick. That was way way back in Africa. I went to this hospital as my usual occasion and i saw in these wards the several people with their children that were sick and i started praying for those that uh, that wanted me to pray for them so i saw one man and his baby's boy was the one that was sick and i came they didn't they were not believers but actually they claimed to be muslims and i said can i pray for your son he said no he saw me praying for all the other people he said no he didn't want me to because he don't believe in Jesus so I can't walk away so what I mean is that some people they don't care if their son died or they don't die they just let go because it is not what they believe in they don't believe in the, these people's religion or something like that so they don't care if they are that as religiously fanatic they most likely won't let you won't believe what you, or won't let you pray for them now this is the case of Jairus whether he believed in this man as the messiah or not whether he was one of the best now comes a situation where all the, his only daughter bible say he, that girl was his only daughter and a 12 year old girl that was dying no matter what this man believed about this messiah before he didn't want to lose this girl and he has heard stories about this jesus healing the sick even terrible cases that look like impossible he was healing them it's like to him impossible like a doctor even if you don't like this doctor now you are in desperate situation you go to any length so maybe perhaps that was his situation now he was ready to humble himself 
to any land just for his daughter's sake. So he ran to this Jesus. And the Bible says he fell down before Jesus. You can see this man, if he is thinking of age, he most likely could be old enough to, to be to be as, as old enough to be a father of a 30 year old person. But he has only one daughter that is 12 years old. So if we assume he's as young as that, we think of him to be in his, uh, in his 40s perhaps. But anyway, he fell down before Jesus and besought him greatly that my little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. So what is faith in that? For one thing, she came, she took the step to run to the Messiah to ask for help. Believing that the Messiah, she also declared something, she said, that you may lay your hands on her, that she may be healed and she shall live. So she believed that if Jesus Christ will come and lay hands upon her, she shall live and that she may be healed. So that is faith in itself. She believed in laying hands on the sick. And Jesus Christ went with him in verse 24. That is how responsive the Lord Jesus Christ is to everybody. He went with him. And much people followed him and thronged him. Now verse 25 is really where we are going because when we analyze the story of Jairus, all we can say is that the one step is he came seeking for help. He believed that if Jesus will lay hands upon his daughter, his daughter will be healed. He didn't know about raising the dead because before that time there has been no case of raising the dead. But he believed that healing has been taking place. He has heard the stories and he believed that if Jesus will come and lay his hand upon this daughter, she will be healed and she shall live. That was why she came. So that's faith in itself. Running to the prayer place where you can get help and believing that if they will do what they used to do, this child will be well. So that was a level of faith. Now, as Jesus Christ was going, verse 25 told us another, another scenario of a woman that have a different level of faith. Verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood, 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she heard, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Now remember this story, they said this woman has issued blood for 12 years. It is regular bleeding. And that you know, so and she has tried every doctor that she knew how and she didn't get better, grew worse. So most likely it was spiritual more than just uh, physical. But she heard about this Messiah, just like Jairus also heard about the miracle working power of this Jesus of Nazareth. And she now saw that this Messiah was passing by their street. And she was desperate to go touch because she has also heard that people were even touching him and getting miracles. Believing what the believing the report that you heard is faith in itself. Many people think of us when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ because we read it in the Bible, because we read the testimonies of people of old that wrote these things down. That is the faith 
if you don't believe their testimony then you don't have faith because that is exactly what you see in the story of this woman she only heard testimonies of people who said people were touching this jesus of nazareth and they were getting miracles they were getting healed that was testimonies and she believed many people think well they don't want to believe the, the bible they think it's just some mythologies they think it's just written by some people and all of those excuses is because you are not going to you don't want to put your faith in the truth but many of these people they still have faith in something else now they some people said that the this world was created by a big bang the universe was created a big bang they were not there when this big bang occurred they just heard some scientists theorize even the science scientists that said there was a big bang in the sky couldn't prove it there's no way you could prove it all these fossils or fossils and everything they have, they were all theories but you know something let's even say that is a testimony i mean testimony of what they saw in their lab testimony of what they dug out from the ground and they say these are fossils that make them to think there must be a big bang that caused everything because they didn't want to believe the bible but the rest of the people that were believing what this scientist says they are believing their testimonies they were not in the lab of these scientists so it is believing the testimony or the report of some people so they are putting their faith in those scientists that said they read they saw they they experimented and made a conclusion or a theory and said there was a big bang or evolution that created everything but they are just believing testimonies of some scientists human beings that are also could make lives up for them you see whose testimony are you going to believe that is where your faith they are putting your faith here they have faith in some scientists but i would rather put my faith in this that is proved not only proved by the people that we are reading the bible it's even being proved today by my testimony of what happened to me people testimony of what happened to them now not just the one we read in the scriptures but we come by faith by first believing the testimony that were written down in the scriptures just like all those people that wanted to believe in evolution or they wanted to believe in big bang theory or they wanted to believe in all those uh, scientific jargons that that is how the world was created they were believing some testimonies of some scientists but whose report will you believe because when they come when it comes to the end i'd rather be on the safe side and the safe side is believing there is a god and worshiping and following him you have nothing to lose here or not so this woman believed the testimony she has heard about this messiah this man called jesus of nazareth that they were touching him and they were getting their healing and now here is our opportunity this crowd was coming he said they are following this jesus of nazareth and verse 27 said when she had heard of jesus she came in the press behind him and touched his garment Verse 28 is very important. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Listen to that. She said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. How did she know that? From the testimonies she has heard. That's why I said, You either believe the testimonies that were reported about what God said and what God did which we read in the bible 
that testimony they wrote it down for us that's why we are reading it and believing it or you may want to believe the testimonies of some some so-called scientists that say from their lab from their fossils from their theories they think the world was uh, created by a big bang and there's an evolution of animals turned to human beings and human beings have turned, turned to something else since then so you see all of those things are you are believing the testimonies of some people but we are rather believe the testimonies in the bible and that's why i'm telling you to fear to believe the testimonies of god because that is if you're, where your faith will be faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen now let me go further because this testimony of this woman the first thing is believe these testimonies the next thing is act on the testimonies you believed or you heard if this woman just said yeah i believe but there's the crowd going and she saw them with the jesus christ and she said well, i would have wanted to touch him too with all the things that this woman is suffering if she just said it in her heart i believe and she said well i would have wanted to touch him also but uh, too much crowd she wouldn't have received this miracle so she would have to go extra step to get what she wanted that is what faith action of faith really is how much action are you going to put behind your believing how much effort are you going to put behind your believing when you hear that some people went and fasted so many days it's because they are trying to put some actions to their believing they wanted something from the lord or they wanted to get some supernatural power or they want to move closer to the lord and they went on long fasts or they went on small fasts they were denying themselves of some things that is action also so i'm trying to make you to see what your action could be depending on what you are asking for from the lord those who said they wanted to move closer to the lord and they believe that if they deny themselves of some food for some time and fast and pray that they are going to move closer that is some steps that is action of their faith so what do you believe in how much effort are you going to put in to show the action that you really believe what you are believing so this woman she didn't stayed she didn't stay behind and say well too much crowd i would have wanted to touch this jesus of nazareth also but there are so much crowd how can i get through them sorry i'm saying some other time she will have not gotten this miracle but look at what the bible said she came in behind the press she has to press through this crowd look at a woman pressing through the crowd of men you remember there are about 12 men that are called disciples following jesus and then other men and then perhaps some women but other men that are just trying to touch him too and perhaps many more that are just curious lookers so you are talking of a whole crowd for a woman to press in with the issue of blood too not that she was even a healthy woman she has to put in some serious effort she has to put in some serious effort and ready to step on some toes also you see she was ready to step on some soul because they wouldn't just see this woman and just say give her the way give her room give her room no nobody's giving her room she pressed in through through them just to touch this jesus of nazareth so what we are saying that is faith has to put in some actions that god will say this fellow really believed and she's exercising strong faith determination to get what she wanted to get is this talking about here determination to get what you believe for and verse 29 said and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague now she could relax and move back but jesus immediately knowing in himself 
that virtue, that's power or anointing, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? Now you can say, Well, what will be the and this is the response of the people. His disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and says thou who touched thee. I mean, we are so many people around you, everybody is touching you, but that was not what the Lord Christ is talking about. And the Bible says, verse 32, And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. You see, Jesus Christ knew that when the power anointing of healing left his body, it's not something you can steal. You can't steal it. It left his body and went to somebody. But the Lord knew who this woman was. But he wanted to teach us lesson. We have to also be able to be grateful. We have to also be thankful. You can also not do these things secretly and hide and think nobody should know about it. That was one of the reasons why the Lord stopped and wanted the woman to testify. Because we are reading this story right now. It's helping us to believe. If the woman didn't come forward, or if logical didn't stop and talk to the woman, we wouldn't know about this type of stories and that this is how to exercise faith. So there is a purpose behind everything that the Lord Jesus Christ did. Not just to embarrass the woman because maybe nobody knew that the woman had so many of those issues of blood going on because most of the people, they wouldn't know unless she tell them that she was carrying bleeding situation. Because in that generation among the Jews, that was called unclean. If she has issue of blood, it's unclean. I mean, she should kept herself away from everybody. Only doctors that are aware of it should even be, be aware of it. Or uh, family members, they should, should keep ourselves away from everybody, almost like un- any type of uncleanness. Different from leprosy, which everybody can see when the leprosy come near, but she was just having continuous bleeding in a, in a private part. It's just like more, most of the menstruation that you finish at the end of a, a week and she was continuous. And that was what they call uncleanness also because during the time of menstruation, the Lord of Moses said they were unclean for those days of menstruation. Now, she has continuous one for 12 years. That was why it was unclean throughout for those 12 years. So, but the Lord Jesus was not trying to embarrass her, but if she didn't come forward and testify, we will know about how faith is exercised. So there was a purpose why the Lord Jesus Christ stopped and said, Who touched my clothes? Because you can't just sneak this thing and take it secretly and nobody should know about it. God wants you to proclaim it before the house of that, yes, you got your healing. Because that is how you are grateful, grateful to the Lord. And then you will be helping other people to believe. Because he, that story is helping us to know how to exercise our faith even up till today. So, we go further, he said, the woman came forward and told the old truth. And the Lord Jesus Christ, verse 34, said to her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee old. Go in peace and be old of thy plague. Now, that is what sealed it. That sealed it for her. But if she just didn't come forward and, and confess and tell the truth, the Lord wouldn't have declared that to her because that sealed it. It's almost like those ten lepers in another story that came forward and only one of them came back to give testimony. People believe that the other nine most likely may not, their own may not be permanent. When that, woman, when that other one out of ten came back and 
loudly confess and proclaim and give thanks to the Lord, the Lord says, you yeah, make whole of all your plagues. So that means the man is not just whole of the leprosy, everything made whole in, in his body. So this woman also received everything that she needed by confessing. So when we receive miracle from God, we must be grateful. We must tell your world, really, confess it, testify about it. Because you might say, well, uh, why are you so, you, your confessing it may help somebody. And your confessing it is glorifying the Lord, that the Lord did this for you. That is very important. And that was why the Lord wanted this woman to, to come forward. And the woman came forward and told everything because nobody knew what she has done except herself and the Messiah. But the Lord called her out. So don't be ashamed if people call you out in the congregation of Christians and say, come and testify of what God has done for you. Don't be ashamed. Tell it because that is the only way you are proclaiming it before the Lord and not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And when you do that, God also will be blessing you more because you are grateful. When we are thankful and we give thanks to the Lord for what we have received, even in secret, we received it in secret or we received it in public, we confess it to the people publicly what God has done for us. Testifying to others, some may mock you, some may laugh at you, but some will be held by this confession of your faith. And that is very important. Now, let's go forward and see the rest of the story of Jairus, verse 35, because we are analyzing testimonies of actions of faith. Now, when we go to verse 35, while Jesus Christ yet speak, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? I mean, they wanted to just stop Jesus on the way. Forget about calling him right now. He only can heal the sick, but the boy, this girl is past sick, she's dead. Just let the master go back. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, Be not afraid, only believe. Be not afraid, only believe. Now, that is a very strong message. Because many times, fear is what comes into people. He was believing that if Jesus can come before us, terrible thing happened and lay the hand upon this daughter, she will be made whole. That was what she believed, what, he, what Jairus believed. But now they brought the story that, that is, you don't need to do that anymore right now. The daughter is dead. That fear would have, that was what she feared most. And Christ said, be not afraid, only believe. Then Jesus Christ stopped everybody that were following him and only took two or three witnesses to follow him to the house. Peter and James and John to follow him to the house. Now because he wanted to keep all the unbelievers out. Because when we want to exercise our faith, many times the crowd who don't believe may be hindering us. There will be hindrances. So that is one of the things we, that the logical is teaching us here. So he went in with Peter, James and John, the father and the mother of the house, in verse 38. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was coming, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damn cell is not dead, but sleepeth. Now I may have preached on this before. The Lord had to confess whatever the Holy Ghost wants us to confess. If you are going to go and pray for the sick, or you are going to go and lay uh, raise the dead, 
and the Spirit of God tells you that first tell these people that this will happen and you are not bold enough to tell them that it will happen like you are going to pray for this fellow then you are going to be disappointed because whatever you confess you confess it first even before it happens because that is faith faith confesses what he believes before it happens you say well let it happen first then I will come and tell them no when God said confess it first like the story of David and Goliath before David went before Goliath that Goliath said who are you to come against me I will cut your head off and feed you to the to the to the birds of the air David has to confess what he also believed and David said you come against me with with sword and shield but I come against you in the name of the Lord God of Israel whom you have defied he said, I will cut your head off and feed the, 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 the armies of Philistines to the birds of the air too. You see, God wanted him to confess. Because confession brings possession. See, if you, are, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, then thou shalt be saved. The same, process, the same principle. When the Lord Jesus Christ came before this crowd, they were weeping and mourning because the daughter of Jairus has died. But Jesus Christ said, the damsel is not dead but sleepeth and then he went in he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her in verse 41 Talita Kyubi which is being interpreted damsel I say unto thee arise and straightway the damsel arose and walked for she was of the age of 12 years and they were astonished with the great astonishment and he charged them straight that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given her to it well, I will stop right there today and we continue in the next broadcast because there's a lot of things we can learn about faith. One thing we learn in this particular one is the woman with the issue of blood, believing is not enough, you go to take steps. Take the steps to show that you believe. Sometimes you may have to step on some toes like that woman has to press herself through to show enough effort that she really wanted what she wanted to get from God. Number two, after she got it, you can't get it secretly and hide it secretly. Christ call her out so that she has to confess it, testify to the whole public that this is what she got and then she got it sealed and she was to see when Christ proclaimed her that be made whole of your plague. So very important that when we receive great things from the Lord, we must confess it to the public. And this has been Evangelist Julius Adeomig of Gospel Disciple Ministry. We will continue this in the next broadcast. I want you to write to us. On the internet, our web address is gospeldistribution.org www.gospeldistribution.org And if you send us email, send it to juliusa at gospeldistribution.org and we shall be sending you some more exhortation. Jesus loves you and God bless you.